welcome to the Agents Who Crush It in Real Estate podcast, where you'll hear the good, the bad, and the ugly of how real estate agents overcame challenges and grew their business. Check out the episode notes at crushitinre.com slash podcast. Now here's your host, Lindsay Favaza. Welcome back to the Agents Who Crush It in Real Estate podcast. I am here today with Paul Likens. He is with KW Innovations down in Boynton Beach, Florida. Welcome to the podcast today, Paul. Lindsay, thank you. So I want to talk to you a little bit about all the different things that you've done in your business, but let's start at the very beginning. When did you get into real estate and why did you get into real estate? So I got into real estate uh, back in around 2012, right? Right when we were sort of coming out of that whole crash that happened. Actually, back in 2003, I went and took the course and went and took the test, but I didn't pass. And at that time, it wasn't like on a computer. You literally had to drive all the way down to Miami and take the test. And um, I wasn't—I just wasn't ready for it. I thought I was, but I, I didn't pass. And I said, okay, it wasn't meant to be. And I went back to my regular job, which was telecommunications. I was selling phone systems and stuff. And then the, that little bug just kept, you know, tapping me on the shoulder or whatever. And, 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 and I said, well, let's give it another try. So I went and took the course, passed, went, took my state exam, passed, took two tries, but I got it. <laughs> and um, I was pretty excited. And I said, okay, let's, let's give this thing a try. So, but I kind of started out as like sort of part-time, right. For, for about six months. Uh, and then I realized that that wouldn't work. And uh, I jumped in, you know, head first, feet first, however you want to say it. And I uh, was a full-time agent. And so now Excellent. I'm going, yes. So now I'm going on nine years. Nine years now that you've been in real estate and tell me how, you know, your business has evolved over the years, like compared to what you were doing in the beginning when you first got in, like, how are you compared to that now? Yeah. So, you know, when I started in the beginning, like any agents, it's like, okay, how do I find, you know, business, uh, tell all your family, friends, all your past your coworkers, anyone that you had a connection with, your sphere of influence, you know, I'm a realtor, uh, phone calls, uh, you know, open houses, all that. To now, social media is my number one source of business and referrals. Um, I've had the best year ever in nine years. And a majority of that is because of my social media presence. And your biggest social media platform um, is truly your YouTube channel, correct? Yeah, my YouTube channel is the one of the, the greatest sources uh, of, of business this year alone. Um, it, it was the number one source for, for you know leads that came in. Um, I mess around with a little bit on TikTok and, and I'm, I'm slowly you know trying to do that. But actually, I'm using that to drive business or more leads to the YouTube channel, which hopefully turn into more business. So I'm using it as a filter which is something I've seen other people do. And then I've done, you know, Facebook and Instagram and stuff like that. But so why did you get into doing YouTube videos? Why, why YouTube? And like, you know, how do you strategize what to do in these videos? Cause your videos are really great. Let me just actually, before we even go into that, let me just explain to the audience, you have to go on and check out his YouTube channel. What is the actual name for your YouTube channel, Paul? Uh, the channel is the, the name, the kind of marketing name I came up with, which is called Palm Beaches Paul. So like Palm Beach, but it's Palm Beaches. And that's because the area I live in is called the Palm Beaches, which is Palm Beach County. It's a pretty big county. So they call it the Palm Beaches. So you got to go on and you got to check out his channel because it's not, you know, video updates about, you know, how to 
buy a house for, you know, how to get the best deal or how to sell for the most money. It's not videos like that. It's videos about his community. So he goes so heavily into the community. You actually had a pedaling with Paul series, right? Where you would take your bike around the different communities, which living here in Boston just makes me jealous every time I see any of those. Cause I'm like, I want to pedal around town all year round. <laughs> um, but tell me a little bit about the strategy of this channel and, and kind of how you came up with this whole concept. Sure. So, um, like I said, back in the beginning, like all, all agents, you know, I was trying to do the, the basic things and the flyers and the stuff and, you know, and referrals and having a little bit of success, but, um, a new social media was big. I had already seen people starting to grow on things like TikTok. I already saw a bunch of people growing on Facebook for a while there. You saw a bunch of people doing Facebook videos. Um, they were getting thousands of views and, and it was driving revenue. Um, but I wanted to try you know, YouTube, I just thought it'd be a little bit different. So I, I said, let's, let's go create a channel about what it's like to live in Palm Beach County. And the idea was that if I've showed people what it's like to live here, the different parks, the different neighborhoods, the beaches, all the reasons why people move to South Florida, right? Mixed in with a little bit of other stuff, which I learned as I went on. But in the beginning, it was really just kind of showing parks and beaches and stuff. Then my thought was if someone was looking and researched that, they'd go, hey, this guy's an expert on that area. He's also a realtor. Let's give him a call. It wasn't instant. It, it took a while. It took a year, actually, um, of doing this, consistently putting a video out. And I wasn't consistent at first. There's a lot of things I learned as, as I went on. But I would do a video. I'd wait a while. I'd do a video. And once I started to realize that if you're consistent and you do it every week, that's when it started to build. Anyway, anyway um, after doing a lot of different things like that, the phone started ringing or the email would you know come in and they say hey i was watching your video and we're thinking about moving to south florida um could we meet with you and from there it's just kind of exploded in my business it um you know I, I always going back to your original question i wanted to be different so it, it wasn't like this when i started but right now we have forty-two thousand agents in our mls that's a lot of agents to be competing with in south florida and you know what paul most of them will not go on video they right. won't do it. They refuse to do it. I try to coach agents all the time on doing video and they look at me like, I can't do it. I can't do it. So yeah. you're one of the very few that are doing it and doing it consistently, like you said. So yeah, of course you're going to see your business grow. You're doing something that others aren't willing to do. Yeah, and, and, and once I realized that and saw the power of it, and then I started getting those phone calls, um, I was hooked. And then, and then from there, I, I learned more. I found support groups on Facebook, different people to follow. And I just really started to hone in on it. And now it is, I treat my videos the same way someone will treat any marketing plan. I know every week I'm going to produce a video. I think about what the video is going to be. It has to be something, as you said, it's not market reports. It's not, you know, I've done some videos like how to buy a condo, which actually is one of my, my number one video is it says, don't buy a it's titled don't buy a, a condo in Florida, which obviously gets everyone's attention. What? But then it goes into it and it, it talks about all the things you need to know about buying a condo the assessments and the HOA and the fact that most condos don't take FHA loans down here. That's far and few. So that video has done very well for me. But um, I started to just build on that. And then, as you said, the uh, pedaling with Paul came out of COVID when everything was kind of shut down. And a lot of the clubhouses and community clubhouses, everything was shut down. I still had to make videos. So I said, well, let's get on your bike and ride through a neighborhood, show people what the neighborhood looks like at a slower pace, 
take the camera and just talk to them and say, hey, this is a blah, blah, blah. This is, you know, maple tree community and homes in here sell for three to 500,000 and the eight choice. And that just kind of really took off and people love that video. And I need to get back on my bike, especially now since it's not as hot out and make some more of those videos. I love it. And I look forward to seeing them for sure. I think that it's such an awesome concept, especially, like I said, for people that don't live in Florida that are Googling and they're searching and then your YouTube video pops up. I don't know if a lot of people realize that, that YouTube is a part of Google. So of course, YouTube search results populate when you search on Google. So if someone searches for what to do in South Florida or, you know, and what to do in Palm Beaches or what to do or what, where to buy in Palm Beach, like those are the things that you want to populate for. And your videos, because no one else wants to do video, are going to be one of the top ones that populate. So it's such a smart plan. And the fact that you thought of it, and then you, even if you weren't consistent with it in the beginning, you didn't give up on it. So talk to me about that. Like, even though you weren't necessarily seeing immediately immediate results, did you kind of have it in the back of your head? Like, I know eventually it's going to work for me. It, um, a little bit of that and a little bit of, I knew I didn't want to make any more calls on expired listings. I know, listen, for those agents that are killing it and any coaches and stuff, I understand. I'm not trying to badmouth it. Keep doing it if it's working for you. But I didn't want to be the 15th call to that house that morning. And I certainly didn't want to get up at 5 a.m. and start dialing. I just, it's not, it's just not me. I wasn't going to do that. Um, but I would make a video. I would spend time making a video. And I just knew that if I stuck with it and I started seeing some other agents that had success around the country, that it would work. And sure enough, the call started coming in. And um, the past two years of, you know, last year during 2020 was great. And 2021 was even better. And 2022, I think um, probably some things that I have planned is really going to explode. And I'm looking at trying to double my business this year. You're definitely going to snowball what you did this year into next year because of the videos are just going to continue to get. That's the other thing that's so good about YouTube video content is that it is what we call evergreen. So it's something that you can put up that will be found for forever. And as long as, as long as YouTube is there, it's going to be found. And because your videos have been there for the amount of time that they have, those ones are going to be the ones that get found because they're long lasting and they've been viewed over and over and over again. So you put yourself in just the right position to now get that traffic for a long period of time. So yeah, expect it to just keep doubling up as you go on. Yeah. You, you, Lindsay, you said the magic word and evergreen content is, is what you're doing. When you said, you know, the market reports. Nobody goes and search. What's the market report for you know West Palm Beach, Florida? But someone will go and search. What is the cost of living? And that varies. So you can make a video one year, maybe make another video down the road. But that one video, if you if you talk about basic things, cost of gas, whatever, rent, you know, insurance, those things, people will look and research that, and then they may reach out to you and say, you know, okay, it was four years ago. The cost has obviously changed. But you're right. Evergreen will go, and, and it's funny because. The condo video was done a year ago. And some of my other videos that I get comments on are from like three years ago, which I'm surprised I get comments on the ones from three years ago because those are really bad videos. <laughs> those <laughs> know, are so really it, bad. It can be embarrassing too because you're like, no, 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 don't find that one anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, those uh, very similar. Let's take a quick break and hear from Dave Carroll, the master of objection handling, as he teaches you how to overcome buyer and seller concerns. How to handle a conversation about showings when seller has multiple children or pets. As a father of of two young children who just sold their home not that long ago with a dog and a cat, it can be a difficult time 
My best recommendation to people always, if possible, have them take a long weekend away. You know, board the dog and the cat, grab a hotel for a long weekend. It's been a stressful time getting your home ready to go on the market. Take a long weekend to enjoy it. That way I can block showings into that particular weekend. Um, so you want to talk to the seller about strategies you can do to reduce the amount of headaches they're going to have. You know, block showings, open houses, all those type of things. But you want to make sure to have the conversation if we're too strict on when we let people see the home. If they can't get in after work or in the morning when they'd like to see it, they're going to move on to another property. So again, it, can we find certain, you know, a few hour window, one evening or one, you know, morning or, you know, some weekend times when we can let people in during that point? Because we just need to be too careful because if we're too strict and telling buyers no too often when they want to see it, again, they'll move right on to another property. And we don't want that, right, Mr. Seller? Thanks, Dave. Now let's get back to the show. We did, um, I remember I did uh, how to share a post from your business page on Facebook to your personal page. And that was literally the video. I think I did it just for our own agents. And then I thought, you know what? We'll put this out on Crush It. It'll be a good how-to video for people. So I put it out on Crush It. Do you know that that is our number one video on our YouTube channel? Because that is just something that people search for. So, and then they end up coming to our website and they end up coming to the page and whether or not they're realtors, I don't care. We've helped people. And it's just a really cool way to get your name out there. Just, you know, think about all those different things that people search for and then make the video content about that. I, I, that is awesome. And I will tell you, this is what's really cool about it. So I met with a client, um, about two weeks ago, she came down, uh, from up from the Northeast. She's looking to move to South Florida. She'd been watching my channel for a while. When we sat and met for coffee, she basically had told me, I've already taken the car and driven to the different areas where I've seen you make your videos. Now think about that for a second. She didn't ask me to be her tour guide. We get those calls, right? Especially anyone that deals with out of town guests, right? They, they ask you, hey, will you show us around the area? We're not sure where I live. Uh, it's like, especially if you're busy, right? That's, it's not productive time for you. I mean, yes, we have to build rapport with people, but to drive them all around a, a county as big as Palm Beach County could be all day. She yeah. did all the legwork. She knows she did it. And then she goes, okay, I, based on your videos, here's where I want to live. I'm coming back in January. That's where we're going to look. Perfect. My, my videos did all the legwork for me. And so you went out and you drove around and you recorded it once. And then now you have that, that people can go and do that research for themselves. Whatever city it is. It was, I've done multiple videos. So she kind of looked at a couple of videos, but yeah, she looked at the different videos, the different cities and made a decision based on those videos and then driving it there herself. She goes, okay, I don't want to live here, but I do want to live here. And I was like, wow, that's awesome. And when she told me that, I was like, I was just like, wow, that's really cool. Thank you. <laughs> I feel like there's even more ideas now that you could generate from that, right? Like, oh yeah, you know, just introduction to different towns and comparisons. And there's just so many different things you could do. Highest price point towns, lowest price point towns, highest tax towns, lowest tax. I mean, there's all kinds of things that you guys, that you can, can do. Once the ideas start to come, it really can like, people feel sometimes that they get a little crippled by like, well, what do I post about? Go on YouTube, do some searching. How do you come up with some of your content? Do you do any kind of research to figure out what you're going to post about? Oh, absolutely. Um, first, you know, never be afraid to get ideas from other people that have had good videos. Just don't blatantly rip them off. But the same concept, you know, Lindsay, for, for where you are doing a cost of living for your, your area, right? I'm not going to do the same thing because I live in South Florida, but this, the concept's the same. I'm going to do, okay, well, what's the cost of living here? Or as you said, what neighborhoods, what are the, the five 
you know, most expensive zip codes in South Florida, right? That would be something in a video, which I've never done that, which thanks for the idea. I'll have to give you credit. (laughs) So, but, so yeah, those are all the things you you, got to remember, as, as you said earlier, YouTube is a search engine. It is owned by Google. So when people go on there, Think about how many times you want to figure out how to do something. I, I know that I had to change the air filter inside of my wife's car because I didn't want to pay the mechanic $50 for something that I could do in five minutes, right? Googled it, searched it on YouTube, boom, took care of it. I was a hero to my wife. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far, but but I mean, that's it is. That's what, It's a search engine. So you have to think about what people are searching for. Like, what is someone thinking about if they were going to move to a different place? And that's how it works. Now, I'm not doing the listing side, but I have from some friends that do the listing side of the videos. And that is something I'm slowly starting to work towards. And that's a whole different idea there because it's, you know, people maybe not search the, the YouTube as much for how to list the house. They may, but it's a different, it's a whole different marketing way of doing it. So tell me a little bit more about what differentiates you. What kind of ways did you, um, you know, while you were getting started and you were figuring out, you know, how you were going to get business? I know you and I are speaking in the beginning and you kind of were building connections with people. Talk to me a little bit more about that. Yeah. So, you know, people, people kind of like people who they can sort of, you know, not necessarily agree with, but see themselves, right? Like you, you kind of have your tribe. One of the things I did when I was networking, um, I'm kind of a, this is kind of funny, but um, I'm an avid craft beer guy. I like craft beer. I don't like much, but I like craft beer. And so I would, I tended to go to a lot of different uh, the microbreweries around here. One of the things I did was I started my own networking event uh, called Brews and Business Networking. And we would meet at microbreweries and I met like-minded people. Not only did it help meet other people that I got along with as far as mortgage lenders and insurance, but I also met clients who are that. So it's kind of funny. My clients, even on from YouTube, they know that I like craft beer. And so I have so many of them say, hey, when we move down there, we can't wait to have a beer with you. So um, that's one way that I connected where they felt like they knew me because, you know, once people realize you're just a person too, they want to connect with you. Um, and, and whether that's being a boater or even, a, you know, we have dogs and people who have dogs, like both good dogs, it's just a way of connecting. So that was one way that I did it, you know, trying to connect with people. And then when I was doing the videos, at first I was kind of wearing like suits and, and stuff. And I did a couple of videos like that. And, and I said, you know, why don't you just be who you really are? And, and living in South Florida, I like to skateboard. I like to ride my beach cruiser. I love fishing. I love the South Florida lifestyle. So I started making my videos just being like that. I wear baseball caps. If you guys look me up, you'll see my videos. I wear wine shirts. Everyone knows it. And, and that's not going to be for everyone. I'm sure some people are going to go, he doesn't look professional. He couldn't sell me a house. That's fine. You're not who I want to work with. The ones who have connected with me and saw that and love the sort of beach vibe, you know, guy, they connect with me and and that's worked for me. So, and, and so I'm very comfortable with that. And that has been one of the best things I ever did for my business was, was it's truly me and people can read what's truly you and they can sniff out, you know, the other stuff in a heartbeat. What's really funny that you said is you said something about, um, you know, I'm more than a realtor, like I'm a real person and people get to know me on a regular level. And I can't agree with that more. Like, I think people get so caught up in their social media being filled with realtor, 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 or just all real estate testimonials. I help this client. I help that client. I think that those posts are great, but if they're not seeing who you are, then there's not a true connection that's being made. So I love the beer connection. I think that's fabulous. We actually had um, a couple 
couple episodes back, we interviewed um, a woman. Her name is Mara Allard up here in the North Shore in Massachusetts, and she loves ice cream. So she always posts about her love for ice cream. And now she's like the ice cream realtor. Like everybody, she gets gift cards for ice cream because they just know that she loves to get ice cream like all throughout the year, you know? So it's stuff like that that really sets you apart and that you're right. People want to build that connection and work with a person. Yeah. Imagine that. And it's, it's cool because like uh, I have people coming down now for the winter who bought, right. They bought their homes down here for their winter vacations. And I've, I've got a multiple, you know, lunch, lunch, I don't want to say lunch dates, but I have, I have drinks beer to dates. have with friends I have beer dates, right. Bro dates. But I mean, but it's their husband, their wives, they want to go out and they like have your wife come. And, and it's fun because it's not real estate. We're just going there to be like, Hey, let's have a beer and talk. But you know, they're thinking what a good person, and they're always telling me, hey, I have friends that are thinking about moving down, Paul, I gave them your name. And exactly. so, yeah, so it's it's building this. So that's kind of going back to that question. That that's how I've maybe been a little different, or at least I, how I've worked myself to be the agent that I am here. And I keep working on it every day. So what are you going to do next year? I know you said in the beginning, you really want to double up on your business. So what things have you thought about doing next year that you're going to try to implement? Yeah. So um, I'm a single agent. I have a transaction coordinator. So this year I did about, I did 13 transactions and um, most of that came from YouTube and uh, which is for me is pretty good. I'm a single agent with a transaction coordinator. I'm not part of a team, Um, but I want more. And so I'm working on it. So I plan my goal that I've given myself for 2022 is I'm going to help 40 families. So I'm more than, more than double it. I, I want to do, I will do 40. I'm not going to say I want to, I will, I got to get the mindset, right? I'm going to do yeah. 40 transactions and, um, and, and also grow my channel to 5,000 uh, subscribers. So, and I'm working on that. I have things in place to do that. Um, not just the marketing and all that, but with YouTube, and the efforts and stuff. And I, I've got some other cool things that I'm working on for YouTube, which is going to be exciting. I've been wanting to go in towards uh, sort of the luxury, the elevate the level a little bit, which, um, which by the way, when I started YouTube, I was a person that was an agent doing two hundred fifty to $300,000 homes. The videos brought me clients in the seven fifty dollars to $2 million price range. I never worked with clients like that before YouTube. YouTube opened the door to that. And I had people reaching out to me in surf shorts and stuff and they didn't care. So, so that's why, so that's what I plan on doing. And, uh, we can talk next year, maybe come back and we'll, we'll recap on it or something. That would be kind of cool. I was but, just going to say you were brave enough to throw your number out there. So maybe next year we'll have to have a reunion tour and, you know, get you back on here to talk about where you've made it and what's worked and what hasn't worked. You know, if you're going to put new things in and figure out what's got you there and what at least it got you closer, you know, when you say 40, you might hit 35, but that's still a big improvement. And it might just be that that's, you know, and now the next year, you know, that you got to hit even higher than that. So I'm excited for you, Paul. It's been such a joy talking to you today in closing. Is there anything else that you would like to share with our audience um, or anything else you would like to, you know, know, say to them. So don't be afraid of social media. Those of you who've been thinking about doing the YouTube, look, I'm a 56 year old guy. I started a while back still. I was in my forties, um, you know, or fifties when I started, I'm sorry. And, uh, you know, I'm no supermodel and I'm not Mr. I'm not some super funny guy. You know, I'm just a realtor, a guy who makes videos, find out what you're passionate about where you're at, you know, where maybe you're, you're a bicyclist or maybe you're a yoga person, whatever it is, find something you can connect them, but don't be afraid to make the videos. Uh, it takes a while. Sure. It's awkward. People stare at you. You get used to it like anything else, but it will work. And just, you know, get out there, record something, 
put it out there and then see if the phone rings. Um, you know, I've done it and I self-taught myself. So if I can do it, anyone can do it. And you got to remember guys, I'm older, right? I grew up when we still had dial up internet and it's like, welcome to AOL and that annoying sound. Okay. Oh, I can hear the sound. As you said that, I can hear the sound, the ding, ding, ding in my head. <laughs> but don't, don't be afraid to try it. Cause as Lindsay said, I threw it out there. I want to, I'm going to do 40 homes. And if I don't hit 40 homes, the failure would be not setting that goal and trying. That's the real failure by not trying. I've put a challenge in front of myself. So I've at least taken that step. Now it's up to me to get there. So I'm I think I've already, already won. I think, yep, absolutely. You're going to totally get there. And you might even surpass that. We'll be talking to you and you'll go, I actually did 52. And we'll be like, woohoo. <laughs> so Paul, thank you. Thank you so much. I really, really appreciate your time. I am going to put in the show notes all the links of where you can find him because you definitely want to check out his YouTube channel for sure, but definitely connect with him and, and watch the rest of the content that he puts out over the year. I'm sure it's going to be awesome. So thanks again, Paul, so much for coming. Lindsay, thank you so much. It's been a blast. I really appreciate the opportunity and uh, happy holidays to everybody and happy new year. Thanks for joining us on the agents who crush it in real estate podcast. We hope you've learned some valuable takeaways. Be sure to take action and grow your business. You can check out the episode notes and more content from the show at crushitinre.com slash podcast. And if you like this episode and you'd like to hear more stories, please share with others. Post on social media or leave a rating or review. To catch all the latest from Anthony, you can follow him on Instagram at Crush It In Real Estate on Facebook and YouTube. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.